How's it guys? My name is Mark Haystick and you're listening to the Birding Life Youth Podcast. So on the podcast with me today, I have Gabby Saikora, the founder of the Youth Wildlife Photographers of South Africa, a platform she made for all youth photographers of the region to connect on. They have an Instagram page, they've got a WhatsApp group they've made with a few hundred people on it and on there they chat about all things wildlife, give tips and tricks. It's a really cool platform that I've been part of for a few years now and this is not the first time I've had Gabby on the episode um, of the Bird and Life podcast with me, but today I've got something cool to announce, something new, because um, she is now going to be one of the co-hosts of the Birding Life Youth Podcast. And she herself is actually an excellent wildlife photographer. You can see her captures on travels on her Instagram page, but we'll dive into some of her adventures a little bit later in the podcast. So I'm going to ask Gabby a very important question as her first step to becoming part of the Birding Life Youth Podcast team, and that is, Gabby, birds or mammals? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, you know, Mark, I'm going to have to say mammals. <laughs> I know ah. this might be a bit disappointing for those birders, <laughs> but I have loved mammals since the day I was born. I've said to people, I was five weeks old when I went to the cougar for my first time. And, you know, mammals have always had that very yeah. special place in my heart. Um, but more recently, I have um, been getting into birding a little bit more um, with my boyfriend, Luca, who has gotten me into it. So yeah, we go on our little birding adventures. And I must say, it is really fun. So but yeah, I'm going to have to say mammals for this one. Sorry if I disappointed anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see, that's exactly why I have invited you to become a co-host of this podcast because we want a bit of variation in the Birding Life Youth podcast, because even myself as a general naturalist, a naturalist and nature enthusiast, I can't just focus on birds when I go out into the bush. You know, you look at everything from birds, birds to bugs to bushes. Um, it really, it goes to all uh, corners of the, the nature, it goes to all sides of the spectrum. So you being more of a mammal enthusiast, you'll add a bit of spice on that end of nature for the mammal enthusiasts out there who are in the youth category. Um, so yeah, excited to see what you bring to the table. Uh, but today we're going to talk a bit about yourself, how you got into nature and who you are. So um, I hear you going on a trip to Kruger in the next week or two, which is very exciting. Uh, you are personally more of a Kruger lover, as I've <laughs> obviously seen on your social media. So how did you get to love nature so much? And tell us a bit about yourself and how you developed this interest to make such an effort to build a community for all the nature lovers out there in Southern Africa. And uh, yeah, just a bit about who you are. Okay, a bit of a chatterbox, so this may might take a while. <laughs> um, so I developed my love for nature from, like I said, a very young age. I think it was in my veins since yeah I was born. Um, my parents are really big, especially my mom, um, who, as a child, was always in the bush herself. And then when she met my dad, that passion kind of grew between them, and then obviously was passed down to me um but also my great aunt and uncle from overseas have always the biggest photographers they have just been such amazing inspirations to me um 
and I must say I'm very grateful because I've I've um had a chat to many people who it's like just just them and it's a one-man band that they're interested in nature and so I can say I'm very blessed and now with Luca um also being a nature lover there is constant competition in the car because we're constantly um bickering over who can get the best angles for photography and who has the best seats and yeah so I am very fortunate to have grown up in such a nature enthusiast family if I can put it that yeah, way. No, that's that's a big blessing um not many people have their parents and their aunt and uncle all into the nature so yeah I, I'm very blessed I can say that and now how YWP kind of was born is so you know the old like you know as a teenager <laughs> you get social media because all your friends are on social media and you don't really want to be left out so in it was one COVID right. time um in lockdown I got my first Instagram account social media Facebook all that jazz and you know obviously me being such a nature loving person everything like wildlife related was sort of coming up on my page and other than um like other nature enthusiasts just commenting and replying on posts of each other's like you had no real in interaction so what I kind of thought of um was to make a whatsapp group um where all nature enthusiasts kind of we're on one group all together and yeah that's basically what happened I pitched the idea to some of my friends they were all keen and yeah so that's how YWP was born I was 13 I was only 13 and um when I was like kind of founded it and it started off with only three members and now today we have 580 active members so we have grown cool. substantially and I remember on I think it was my first podcast with you Mark I think we just hit the yeah. 50 member mark um, <laughs> <laughs> wow so yeah needless to say we have grown and I remember it was a year ago I had uh you and Luca on the podcast here you and Luca Tomlinson joined me for a nice conversation about cameras and hunting, shooting with cameras and shooting with guns. That was a nice uh, conservation and camera talk. Um, and back then, you guys were on just under 400 members. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's been growing ever since then. Yeah, so we have been growing. Um, and we've also added a little extension to IWP. So for our maybe a bit older listeners, um, we have now catered for you too. So we have now um, kind of created an F&A group, which is the friends and alumni of YWP. And that is catering for our over 25s who are also like new to wildlife photography, who, are, who have that passion and yeah, it's the same as YWP. It's a little community, um, a WhatsApp group where you share your images. And yeah, it's just where like-minded people join together, sharing one passion and one goal wow. at the end of the day. So yeah, that's also pretty exciting. Another feather in the cap. Oh, that's, a, that's a new feature I hadn't heard about yet. 
Yeah, because, you know, I remember you, you were inviting people onto the group and everyone was joining and some people were like just below 30 mm-hmm. um, and they thought maybe I shouldn't be here because it's called Youth or, or Young Wildlife Photographers of Southern Africa. But, you know, <laughs> if you get out into the bush, if you're climbing mountains, if you're going on game drives and taking pictures of leopards as your passion, you're not old. You're getting out there. You're still in the game. You're still doing exactly. adventurous stuff. So, you know... I think that's a very cool thing to include everyone um, who's interested in, in nature, but specifically youngsters to encourage each other. That's what I noticed a lot about YWP is that people jump on there. People are commenting, giving each other, each other tips. I mean, you and Luca do that uh, the tips and tricks on cameras um, in terms of wildlife photography and how to use them tips and tricks on angles and subjects and all that stuff. Um, it's very encouraging for youth to encourage youth you know, and to see that they're not alone. And you guys recently have organized quite a few outings um, to meet up with these so-called social media friends in person and go out into the bush together. Um, wasn't there one at Cape Point a few days ago? There was actually, yeah, this last weekend there was. And uh, I don't suppose you went there because you're in Gauteng, no? Yeah, I am in Gauteng and I wish I could, but no, unfortunately not this time. But, you know, maybe in the future. Yeah, sure. Now, I, I'm also in the Western Cape, uh, just like um, the Cape Point Nature Reserve, but I'm on the far east of the Western Cape, so I didn't get to go as I'm also working on the game reserve. But yeah, I saw some pictures. I mean, they were at the ocean, they're, they're in the Fainbos there. There was quite a quite a big bunch of, of young wildlife photographers uh, for, for, for like a little day trip. Um, I didn't hear much about it, but did you hear any reports back? No, I have not yet received the report back, um, but I think in a week or so I'll get it and then, yeah, I'll have some reports back. Okay, lovely. Yeah, no, um, I look forward to joining one one day and maybe even hosting one here at Garden Root Safari Camp. Uh, but obviously, you know, we're an international uh, lodge uh, with lots of guests coming from overseas, so we're quite busy. However, you know, being in the Fainbos in the mountains and we, we got a, a big future ahead hopefully one day we can organize something one thing i want to ask you about is ronnie this new um member of the ywp what on earth is his purpose in this organization you've got going here and um yeah tell us a bit about his personal features so wow it's great to have ronnie in this conversation um so ronnie is our ywp mascot it was actually an idea i had um, end of last year, around then, and I pitched it to my mom, and I'm like, I just had a brainwave, mom, and I pitched her my idea of having our little mascot, and um, get well, being oh sorry, um, making it available yeah. for our members, and yeah, so he can travel. I mean, he has been to Ambuseli, he is been to the cave, and it's a little plushy rhino. Yes, a little plushy rhino with our little logo on the t-shirt. So yeah, Ronnie is our mascot and he is available to our members at this stage. But we are hoping to, in the future, maybe open it up to some more nature enthusiasts. Ronnie has been on quite a few adventures. This weekend was um, the Comrades. And he huh. ran with my dad. Um, it was my dad's 10th comrades. 
And yeah, so Rani was in the back of my dad's camelback. And yeah, Rani ran 87 Ks. So quite an experience. No, I must say uh, that's a nice way to add some spice to the YWP Instagram page and all that uh, where, you know, it's not just posting uh, photographs that people take. It's actually posting adventures that people go on and, you know, Oh, people can tag each other with the rhino wherever they go. It's, I think it's a great way to wait, raise awareness of the youth in South Africa who are interested in wildlife. Um, and for those of you who are listening, this is a great platform for you to jump onto. I mean, it's obviously free. It's just social media. It's a community where you connect with like-minded people um, interested in nature, wanting to conserve it. Um, all different types of, of nature. You get herpers, birders, mammal enthusiasts, um, you know, people who like taking pictures of spiders and cockroaches and all that stuff. Um, and some people who love taking pictures of all of it. But, I mean, the main aims of, of Ronnie, what have you seen uh, as some positive benefits of him uh, now being your mascot? I can say that he has been recognized. <laughs> um, like, I know a lot of people, like, Ronnie is now a name. Ronnie goes to our YWP meets. Um, he goes everywhere, really. You just, I even have a little suitcase for him, all the adventures he's been on. So, yeah, why Ronnie was all about getting the YWP name out there. And I think we've achieved that because he's now become like a household name. Oh, that's very cool. And I hope to see um, a lot more people buying him and spreading the word about the YWP because, I mean, you, you started at the age of 13. Was that two years, three years? Back? Two years back, yeah, 2021. Okay. <laughs> and you've already got around about 500 members. So, I mean, now you, you've you got two years left of matric, as far as I remember you telling me, uh, until your matric is finished. And then you're going to start working towards, I mean, what you're going to do after school. And you've already started this community. Everyone who's a wildlife photographer um, in South Africa, most people know about you already. You're going to grow this awesome community and it's going to probably go very far because you started so young and that's it's great encouragement Gabby I think for those who are listening you know to start with your passion while you're young you have your whole life ahead of you to build upon it um so thank you that's really nice of you to say but funny you say that actually we were in um Pafuri in the Kruger last year and um my parents actually surprised me that morning um with the branding of our car so we had ywp's logo printed on the car and um the car was covered so we were packing but i didn't really see it and then that morning when we left they showed me and i was well in tears (laughs) um so they surprised me with that and anyway so we stopped over after um pitching up camp and everything after we had arrived in furry um and yeah so we parked off on one of the bridges for some sundowners and it was our first day in Kruger and we get out the car and some guy gets out his car and says you're Gabby right Gabby Sikora (laughs) and I look at this man and I, I was probably so rude I look at him up and down and I say, and you are, <laughs> I feel so You're... bad for him now. I was, I was so shocked. I didn't know what to say to this guy. And so I'm like, and you are sorry. <laughs> and he's uh... like, no, I'm 
I'm Ray Chaplin. I'm a photographer. I, you're from YWPI. Saw you on Instagram. Yada yada yada. And yeah, he recognized the logo on the vehicle. So I am getting recognized, <laughs> and it's really cool to see that I am making an impact um, in the youth, and not only the youth actually, but the more the older generation too. Yeah. Now I was going to ask, like with all your trips you do to the national parks and your camera photography trips that you do with your friends and with Luca, you must have come across some people who have noticed you or bumped into another youth photographer and had some cool conversations. So that's a very cool example. It's it's nice to feel famous, eh? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm famous, but there was another occasion where it's actually so random. Um, it was in the it was in the airport actually and I was washing my hands and some lady comes up to me and she's like that you're that South African wildlife photographer aren't you and I'm in this airport completely random people from around the world and this lady just comes up to me and she's like you're that photographer right yeah that's it gets creepy to a certain stage where you don't really know how to react (laughs) yeah And now, Gabby, you've also had some star segments, as you call them, on the YWP Instagram and WhatsApp. Um, These are some interesting people that you've had on for talks and advice and stuff. Who are some of the mentors and people who young wildlife enthusiasts can look up to that you've managed to connect with so far? So I have had quite an honor to chat to many of... um, The stars, that's why we call it star segments. It's the stars in the industry. So I've had a chat to, I don't think I can name all of them now, but um, Rodney Nombakana, who is an incredible wildlife photographer. James Hendry from Safari Life or Wild Earth. Oh, yes. Also, Taylor McCurdy. Yes, that guy's very cool. Yeah. Um, Taylor McCurdy, who's also from Wild Earth. Um, Jerry van who is, who works for Wild Eye is the founder of Wild Eye, I think. Um, and most, I think, the one I'm most proud of to achieve um, and have the honour of speaking to is Beverly and Derek Hubert, who, for those who don't know, um, are National Geographic explorers at large. Oh, so, wow. So, yeah, that was a real honour to have a chat to them. And you were involved in something to do with National Geographic um women's month or something like that where you actually got invited to a conference tell me a bit bit more about that in case i've forgotten something there oh yes so um that was actually through beverly uber she um was invited to the international blaze trails for women in exploration conservation and science and sciences so she was invited to be a keynote speaker and she unfortunately couldn't make it so she contacted me to kind of fill in for her and so yeah I had the honor of speaking at the Women's Blaze Trails Festival and yeah it was a true honor women from around the world from different ages and yeah I was the youngest ever keynote speaker so really it was an incredible what was it based upon what did you have to speak about so pretty much the same as this, hey? <laughs> um, just a little bit of background about who I am, what I do, how YWP was born, where my love for nature, my passion for nature was born, all that jazz. 
Okay, yeah, just an intro and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, well, since you're leaving to Kruger in a week or two, um, you're obviously going to have some cool stories to tell about that. So, you, yeah, you maybe you should do a, an episode on on the Kruger and, and some adventures you guys go on and, and stuff there. But what are your plans? Do you do you plan a trip to Kruger before you go? Uh, since, I mean, it's probably your hundredth time going. Are you that kind of person? I am indeed. Like, I'm a very organized person. I'm not going to lie. Um, I like planning. But, yeah, so we are going to Antares for some content creation, Antares Bush Camp um, and Umgedi High. So I'm obviously planning all the content creation, what kind of photos I'm going to be planning on taking. And yeah, the Kruger itself, yes, I think it's been my 200th time, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. <laughs> Goodness but gracious. Yeah, yeah, I've been, I've, yeah, I've been quite a few times, but I try to plan as far possible, yeah. No, wonderful. Yeah, planning always adds that extra thing to it. But you know, an adventure is never an adventure if everything goes according to plan. So let's hope that exactly. something doesn't go according to plan, Gabby. Um, and we can have some cool <laughs> stories to tell next time you come back from the KNP, the legendary Kruger National Park. Uh, but yeah, Gabby, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's nice to have you on the Birding Life Youth Podcast. And nice to chat to you officially as the co-hostess or the hostess of the Birding Life Youth Podcast. So welcome to the team, Gabby. Thank you. I just want to start off by saying a massive thank you for inviting me on the team. It's really, really exciting. I am ecstatic. I wish you could see my face right now because I'm smiling from ear to ear. Um, but yeah, thank you so, so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And for those listening, you're going to have to get used to my voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all, big pleasure, Gabby. Stay well and happy birding. Darsay, thanks for listening to another episode of the Birding Life Youth Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Birding Life on all your social media platforms and favorite podcast players. Until next time, happy birding and be blessed.